0: welcome to confessions of a melanated queen a podcast designed to celebrate achievements within black culture here's your host dr lauren meeks welcome back to confessions of a melanated queen before we get started let's hear a word from our sponsor the center for self-improvement holistic wellness and transformation is your one-stop shop to Wellville. Here at The Center, we believe in treating the whole person. This is why our goal is to help each of our clients to obtain optimal health and wellness through mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional alignment. For more information about the services that we provide, visit us at thecenterforselfimprovement.com or give us a call at 630-748-4849. The center where we believe in treating the whole you. Hey family, welcome back. So my confession this week, I do not like planning parties, okay? I have not had a party since I was two years old. My second birthday party. And people ask me all the time, like, why are you not having an event for confessions? So let's have an event. And the truth is, I think it's overwhelming. I mean, I would love to have an event, but I just don't know what to do. I don't feel like, I mean, you know, even people in my circle tell me, like, you're not the turn up type. So I don't know what to do. But I do know that sometimes we need to get together and we have some type of social event. But I think my problem is solved now because I met a queen who can fix all of that for me and she could do the same for you. So, Ms. Demetria Brown, the founder of the Blueprint Events Company, is with us today. Queen, what's up? Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm so excited because, you know, I can now I feel comfortable knowing that I can take my brand to the next level because you're gonna really just like throw it out the park with the event planning. So tell us about your company and what you do. Yes.
1: So, um, of course, an event planning company, we're uh, based out of Chicago. I plan all social events. With uh, Specifically, I love, uh, you know, planning weddings. And then we also do corporate events as well. So, you know, with the uh, social events, I mean, it could be anything from a birthday party to bridal showers. Um, even now, the new trend is gender revealed blueprint events, we can do that as well. And then as far as with corporate events, naturally, people have conferences, they have fundraisers, and, you know, just different things where they're drawing large amounts of people. Uh, With my company, I definitely take care of all of those entities. Um, Right now, I'm on my day job because, you know, naturally, you still have to work. I uh, work for a shared office space where I have different clients. I have about 270 clients at this point where I'm taking care of their day-to-day needs, but they have events and they have different things that they need put together. Where I'm also able to exercise the skills and the things that I have within my business to help assist with that. So we've got you covered. You don't have to worry about that for your events moving forward.
0: So what, and can you think back on when you realize that this is your gift, this is your talent. Like what was it about you growing up or in school or whatever it was, what made you realize that you're the woman for this business? You know, I would say that
1: it, it probably started when we first got out of high school. So, you know, naturally everyone went off to college, they went their own separate ways. And, you know, I was I felt like I was always the person that brought everyone together you know, where it's just like, okay, you know, this is the meeting time, this is here, we'll do dinner here, you know, I had everything planned and kind of sketched out, and then even with family members, you know, my my parents, I will say that they, they love to throw events, you know, they had things at our house all the time, and, you know, I watched how organized it was, and how everyone, all they had to do was just show up, and it really inspired me, where I'm just like, you know what, I'm like, I love this, I love how, how it feels to gather people together, where it's just like, they don't have a worry or a care of the world, so i would say it started at a very early age but you know i i've done birthday parties There's so probably the the thing that solidified it for me was definitely when i um helped with the coordination of my sister's wedding um she got married in uh, Bidden Harbor, august of 2017. so this was a little bit before uh, naturally, a little bit before i launched and you know, she had a coordinator at the time that, you know, kind of dropped out last minute, you know, realistically. And I said, you know what, I said, don't worry about it. I said, I'm going to take care of it for you. Because by this time, I knew that the blueprint event company, it was in my mind. It was fresh. So I said, you know what, I got to do this for my sister, you know, but but also do it to just see, hey, let's see what you're working with. And, you know. Just everything from, you know, taking care of things beforehand to, you know, the, the day of and even afterwards, you know, I mean, naturally events end and you need to wrap it up. I recognized then that I said, you know what, I am more than capable of being able to do this. And, you know, it's, it's time to start putting the pedal to the metal with my business. So that was, I would say that that was a moment that solidified it for me. But I knew very early on that I needed to be doing something with event planning.
0: So walk us through your typical client. Is this someone who is busy and just doesn't have the time? Is this somebody like me who really doesn't know what I'm doing and I'd rather not do it? Um, Or is it a mixture of a little bit of everybody? I would say it's a mixture of everyone. I
1: mean, you have some people that know exactly what they want and it's more so of, you know, if they're super busy, you know, I mean, when I think about uh, like large companies that when, when I have to plan certain things for them, they... It really is just, it's a time factor. They don't have the time to sit and call and, you know, order the food or even set it up when it comes and, you know, music or, hey, I need this projector. I need all these things. They genuinely don't have the time. But then you have some people that, you know, they're just like, hey, you know what, I'm not – I'm not really sure if I'm covering all the bases here. And they more so just want to have that reassurance that every single detail of whatever it is that they're planning that is mapped out and that they don't have to worry about it. You know, where you get people running around scrambling at the end of the day. They really just like to have that that organization and have it together where it's like, hey, you know what, it's taken care of and all I have to do is just walk in. So it's a mix. (laughs)
0: And so it, it you know, listening to you, it sounds like there are certain skills and certain levels of patience and certain just knowledge of just how to handle things that a person has to really have in order to be successful in this. And so, you know, you right. and I were having a discussion about just being detail oriented. Tell us more about that and what how important are details in event planning? It's so
1: important. I mean, you know, you figure with events, you have several different working components that you're trying to bring together all at the same time in order to make sure that the whatever event, be it big or small, that it's a success. So having those details, you know, making sure that you have everything together as far as with your vendor relationships. But the, the biggest piece is making sure that the client that you're working with, that you are executing exactly what they're asking you for. You know, that that's the biggest piece because sometimes, you know, depending on the event it can stray away from that. I I see it specifically with weddings. I'm always trying to make sure what does the bride and the groom want? It doesn't matter what mom wants, you know, dad, auntie, uncle, what does the bride and groom want? So, you know, having those details of seeing their vision first and making sure that you're putting everything together in light of their vision is very important because, you know, you don't want to plan a whole event. And then at the end, your client is looking at you like, well, you know what? it was nice, but this is not really what I wanted. You know, you, you have to make sure that you have those details in line with your client first. So that's, that's very, it's, it's probably like the number one thing.
0: So uh, I'm just intrigued over the fact that, you know, at one point you had mentioned that only thing you had to do is just show up. How is that possible? And what I mean by that is, you know, if I say, you know, and we were just talking before we start recording about maybe having been mm-hmm. for confessions of a melanated queen and how would that work for me? So I'm just thinking in terms of some of the people who are listening, if, if we're mm-hmm. thinking we really want some help and the blueprint is there, right. obviously fabulous. How, how can we really work with you so that the only thing we really do is show up? Is this something where once we hire you right. as a consultant, you just kind of tell us when you need a payment for certain things and we give you the right. details? Like Just walk us through that whole consultation. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, of course, the first thing,
1: well, definitely with my company, before I actually have someone sign with me, I definitely, um, first off the blueprint event, we do offer free consultations. So, that's a really good thing where it's like, I like to sit down, you know, in an environment or, you know, I don't prefer phone depending on it. You know, I know with certain things moving forward, I'll have to, you know, result to that. But for my local client, I like to meet with them and sit down and say, hey, you know, we go through a full consultation, Lauren. So, it's, you know, I am asking about, depending on the type of event, I am asking every single detail. Like I'm asking them about things that they probably had not even thought about when it came to their event so that I can have a clear picture of what it is that they're looking for. So, I mean, it may involve, um, like uh, a couple weeks ago, I sat down with uh, my bride that I have. She's getting married October of next year. So congratulations, Brittany and Tony. But, um, we sat down and I mean, when I say I went down through everything, I'm like, are you having a DJ or a band? You know, are we doing cupcakes or a cake? You know, what are your color schemes?" I'm going through everything. You know, I'm going through, okay, what is the budget? How, you know, making sure that I'm keeping them within that, that budget as well, because the worst thing you can do is have someone go over budget, because that's not really a good look as far as you're concerned, because if you're listening to your client, you know exactly what they need. But, with that, con- that consultation, we cover everything. So as far as like, you know, do you need balloons? Do you prefer flowers? You know, I'm going over and helping them narrow down things because specifically with brides, things are all over the place. You know, if they're anything like me, when I got married, I had a vision and it, you know, it was very grand. And then I was brought back down to earth very quickly, you know, during the planning process. So, um, you know, Going through all of those details, it helps me so that you know i I love it where it 's just like, hey, typically on an event day, you need to be getting yourself together. you got your phone going off, people are calling you. The last thing that you need to worry about is the actual event, and is it going to go off with you know successful so, so I, I would say the consultation is a big piece
0: okay so is one of, so after the consultation, and the person says, "Okay, you are the woman for the job. Is it one of those mm-hmm. things where do you just kind of serve as the voice or the one who's communicating, like the liaison between the client and maybe the services? Let's say, for example, a person says, "I want a DJ, I want food, I want balloons, I want this, I want that, and I want it at this location." Is it something where um, the the client will just give you, <clears throat> excuse me, give you those things, and then they'll they'll go ahead and you'll go ahead and you'll get everything set up for them and they just show up or is it like mm-hmm. a hybrid where they're kind of doing some of the calls and getting folks in like just or or, d- or does it kind of depend on the person how they because I know there's some control right there, so it's, you know what
1: I was just gonna say it definitely with, with event planning it depends on your client so I have some that like that like to maintain a lot of control and the, the beautiful thing with my business is that I also several left uh several excuse me uh levels of service where it's just like, say if, um, you planned your entire event, but you're just like, you know what? I need someone to come in the day of to make sure that, um, everything that I have planned is executed properly. You know, that, that means that I'm not doing the bulk of the planning, but I'm just coming in and making sure that whatever it is that you've put together, that all things are in motion at that time. But then I have also full coordination packages where I am with you from the day that you release whatever it is that your event is all the way up until cleanup, okay? I'm making sure that your vendors are getting to, and I mean, you know, some of them, they, they like a certain level of control. Some of them will give me all control where it's just like, hey, this is this is what we're working with. You go ahead, make the payment, follow up with them. You know, this is all you. So it really just, you know, I mean, with event planning, it depends. I find more so that with my um, with my corporate clients that they really do like for me to just kind of take control of things. But like i just come to them and I'll have two to three options. And I said, okay, well, is this what you would like? What can I do? You know, are you okay with this? And basically it's just getting them to sign off on it because again, with my corporate clients, they're so busy. They don't have time to worry about some of those smaller details that I can cover for them.
0: And I know you mentioned, um, as we were discussing, you know, before we start recording that you really pay attention to the things that, that you would like, like the service that you would like to receive. And so you, sounds like you put like a lot of your own personal information, um, I'm sorry, my son just walked downstairs and just gave me his cold hand. So, y'all, this is a real show. <laughs> he just, right. just walked. Up, up. Warm him up, warm him up. He just came down and touched me with his cold hand. Uh, but you were saying that, you know, you like to provide the type of service that you would like to receive. Um, and so Absolutely. having that personal touch and, and being more empathetic, you know, that, that level of service is really important. Definitely. You
1: know, I mean, I chose to... I love the event planning and I love working with my clients because it does allow me to be personable. I think that with anything, you know, no one wants to work with a planner that's, you know, very cold and not understanding. You know, it's like if you need to call me, if you need to cry, if you need to scream, whatever the case is, I am here for you. You know, it's like I'm. it's not just once you contract me to do your event, I'm just going to leave you hanging and then you have to constantly call me. We're doing weekly check-ins. You know, as it gets closer to your event, we're touching bases at least once a day so that I can give you updates on what it is that I'm doing, you know. And I try to take a lot of the events, quite frankly, they can be very stressful. And that's why a lot of people do shy away from them because it could be overwhelming. It could be stressful, but it's just like, for me, I find that, um, you know, I can freak out about like if I see a spider or like different things like that. But when it comes to, uh, you know, putting together an event, it's something that I can do with ease. I don't get very, you know, overwhelmed. If there's a problem, I'm quickly moving to fix it. And nine times out of 10 as a planner, I've already come up with plan B and C in case A didn't work out in the first place. So, you know, it just kind of works for me. You know, I, I don't I don't get very um, intimidated by different things that, that go on or that can go on with event planning. I'm just like, we have to keep it moving because at the end of the day, my client is always at the forefront of all of my thoughts when things are either going good, not going good, you know, because quite frankly, things happen, Lauren, things happen when you're planning an event. I mean, I know uh, for my wedding, I got married April 20th of this year and we, you know, titled it the Brown Bash 2K18. And, um, I was, while I was saying my vows to my husband, I was looking at my cake being assembled that was supposed to be there two hours beforehand, okay? Right. You can imagine that that's very angering and everything, but I'm just like, you know what? Let's put her over there in the corner. We'll have to move the cake after the ceremony. We have to keep it moving, where it's just like I have to be calm at that particular moment. I, there was no time to, you know, have a moment where you freak out or anything. You have to keep moving with the times, but do it in such a way that your guests don't know what's going on. Like, they probably didn't know that that was, you know, a detail that had kind of gone awry at that particular moment, but it was okay, you know?
0: So here it is at your wedding, um, You're because you already have the eye for planning, you're looking around and you're seeing things that didn't really happen where you wanted to. So you couldn't, <laughs> right. really, you couldn't really take that hat off. Right,
1: right. Not not at that moment. I was just like, you know, and, and that's the thing, like, I even, I had a, um, although I planned and coordinated everything for Brown Bass 2K18, I did still have a day of coordinator because I recognized that, you know, I'm not one of those people where it's just like, oh, no, I'll do it all myself. No, the thing about it is, is that the first step is admitting that you do need a little bit of help, and that's okay. It's nothing wrong with that.
0: And I think that that's an important, you know, we were talking about, you know, my confession being that I really don't like to play anything, but I think that part of it is that when you feel like you're by yourself, you don't have any support. Oh, and another thing, and we're going to get into this in terms of entrepreneurship, but people, there's some people in your network who don't, your social network, maybe family who don't understand what you're trying to do. And so you feel like you're doing everything on your own, or you're trying to say, Hey guys, I'm having this thing coming up. Are you willing to go? And it's like, your distant cousin who's like um no why are you doing that you know so just having right that right yeah absolutely though so let's talk about entrepreneurship um as a, as a business that's fairly new but yet kicking off and growing very rapidly talk to us about the importance of supporting small business and what that looks like and the different things that people don't realize especially as it relates to social media um spreading the word word of mouth you know I knew about you through social media through a network we're gonna get into that as well um yes but if people don't share don't talk about it you know they don't really know what's there and then sometimes people feel like they need to go to a well-known you know coordinator or, or or big company but sometimes we have the the support and resources in our backyard
1: absolutely um you know Entrepreneurship is not for the weak at heart. You have to, um, you know, really have a lot of guts to continue to keep going because let's just be honest. You know, what I mean, you know, as a small business owner as well, you know, initially when you first start things without having that support or having that push, it can be a little bit difficult to really get the word out there. And, um, you know, I know for me, when I first launched my business, I, my, I'll, I'll make a confession too, Lauren. Um, when I first started mine, the first couple of weeks, you know, it was so slow. You know, I figured, I'm like, I've got over 2,000 friends on Facebook. Everything's going to be great. And, you know, then when it was, it was a little bit slow, I I would be lying if I said I didn't start to question, okay, did I launch it too soon? You know, did I move too quickly as far as with everything? Is there something that I could have done beforehand? But, um, you know, blessings always come into the skies. And I ended up reconnecting with two of my close girlfriends, um, a, a Tim and, and Chrissy. Chrissy, I, I love her to death. And um, they were at the time they were, you know, were building the Build-A-Boss movement. And I love the, you know, love the premise of it as far as, you know, it being a network of small businesses, you know, both uh, women and men, where we can start that circle of support for each other, you know. And I, I started to notice that as I became engaged with them and, you know, and I'm liking and I'm sharing and supporting the other women and men in the group that, um, you know, it was reciprocating. And, you know, and it's a beautiful thing when, when you can do that because it's just like, you know, in these times with small businesses, we do kind of have to stick together and support one another and promote each other. And I know that I started to see the growth and movement within my business, you know. So this is definitely a pub for the Build a Box movement. If you are starting a business, if you're not feeling like you're getting the support or the exposure that you need, please, you know, join in because it's something that is so powerful. Like, I'm so glad I met you, Lauren. You know, I mean, I, you're doing great things. and. You know, it's it's really just been uh, something that has, you know, taken my business from where I, w- I would only be able to reach maybe five to six people to now it's three to 400 after every post. It's It's been absolutely remarkable to see the growth over the last few months. So, you know, it's, it is important for us to stick together. But it's like if you have a family member or a friend that is going for something, they're going for their dreams, you know, even if you don't, because you said it earlier, if you don't understand what's going on, you know, still trying to assist anyway. Even if you just put a simple like on their post or you do something like that, you are still helping in supporting that small business.
0: Absolutely. And, and who we're referring to um, with Build a Boss Movement is Chrissy Childs. Chrissy was a guest on the show a couple of months ago, and she's the owner yes. and founder of Minneve. And so, you know, you guys have built Build a Boss Movement together. And what has been so special about it is that because we're living in an age where people use social media in very different ways. So you and I primarily use it for business purposes and marketing. And right, a little bit of do. personal too. Yeah, a little bit of personal too. But a lot of people don't use it for that at all. And so they don't really understand, like, what is this? Why do I keep on seeing this? And I know I'm, I probably get on people's nerves with just my marketing stuff every day though. But I, it's like, I like to make sure that people are yeah. seeing But is you, you're getting
1: it out to the right people,
0: Lauren. So it doesn't even matter. It's true. This is true. This is true. And so when you have a movement and a like a group of like minded people, then you do feel more comfortable, you do feel more confident. And now you have an audience and you have folks who can relate to you though. So that's why it's so important to get involved with the movement if you can. And that's what you're suggesting too. Now, are you considering or or have you considered working with Build a Boss Movement as event planning, like a the event planner? I know there's some stuff oh, coming up. You know what? what?
1: Definitely. The beautiful thing about it is, is that, you know, with Chrissy, you know, I, I love the fact that it's just like, you know, not only was I able to really, you know, uh, love the premise of what she was doing, but she also understood and loved the premise of my business and what I had going on. So she did announce me as her official event coordinator for the Build-A-Boss movement, and I am so excited about it. She, we actually, um, you know, the first event that's going to be going on is her launch party happening November 24th, 2018 at Room 183 please come out. We have uh, DJ kid. He is going to be the premier DJ for that evening. And it is going to be an experience. It's not just a launch party. This is going to be an experience. And I'm just, I'm very excited to be working with her and to be able to showcase my talent. And again, because this is, you know, the Build a Boss movement is an extension of Men Ove and everything. I want for Chrissy to be able to, after she gives me her vision and everything, which, you know, we're in the midst of that now, I just want her to be able to walk in too and just be like, you know what? It was done, you know, and it, and it was taken care of, so mm-hmm. definitely being the official uh the official coordinator for the build off movement that was that's big and i'm um I'm, I'm so excited about it I'm so excited for things to come you know we're we're already seeing a tremendous growth within the movement, so it's it's been so awesome
0: okay, that's awesome Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well, you know I'll be in the house I will be there
1: yes <laughs> we know you will
0: <laughs> so I'm curious though what what are some challenges with with you know, event planning in general, in terms of the, the entire field of this work, what what are some things that people, because I think that people may get the wrong impression that you're just a party planner. So what are some of the challenges that you may have? Some of the challenges I, you know, everyone, like, I
1: like to pride myself on the fact that I, I am very efficient when it comes to communication. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of the challenges that I've run into is, um, Specifically, you know, when you're kind of working with different vendors uh, and everything as far as like maybe their levels of communication, um, you know, when you have you, – you have to consider me. I'm kind of like the middleman between the client, of course, and then whatever vendors and people that they use to make their event successful. Um you know when the client is asking me for things and i'm having to relay information back from the you know from different people that we're working with everyone works at a different pace they respond and they move to the beat of their own drum so it can be a little bit that can be a little bit difficult when you're trying to provide answers that you may not have at that particular moment because you might not be able to track down the vendor or maybe they're busy you know with, with their own things that they have going on i i found that that can be a little bit tricky sometimes but for me I'm always trying to provide my clients with the best feedback and getting back to them in a timely manner and and, you know, and just letting them know I'm like, Hey, I work, you know, these are the times that I'll be able to um, you know, connect with you about this, I'll have an answer. You have to communicate. You know, I'm a big advocate of not leaving people hanging. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, you know, I would say the communication piece and you know, I'm gonna say that that's probably the biggest thing. Like, like I said, the example that I told you, as far as you know, when my cake was late, if someone could have said to me, "Oh my goodness, the traffic is so crazy. This is what we're gonna do. We're so sorry." If they could have said something to me first, without me having to walk in to see it, you know, it would have made all of the difference because right. communication is a big piece. Things happen, but you know, if you don't say anything, it leaves. You know, it can leave a bad taste. So. Gotcha
0: got you Yes. on the flip side of that then what are some of the rewards that you have that you feel personally from the work that you do when you walk away what are some of the 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 bonuses that you feel or that you that you oh my goodness you know just like for me
1: I I get personal like I I can't even think of the wording, but I get so happy just to see other people happy and to Mm -hmm. see them just being like stress-free and smiling and just coming in more so of that like wow effect when they come in and it's just like everything that we said, that all the planning and the preparation that we've done beforehand for them to, that first look when they see it, that's something that, you know, it just, it keeps me going and it, it it makes me feel so good because it's just like, okay, you know what? I nailed it, but the client is happy. And that's number one. It's just, you know, I, I can say that in my personal life, I'm a reformed people pleaser, but I don't mind it within my business because that's what I do. So,
0: right. you know, that, right. that,
1: that for me is probably number one.
0: Well, it ties into, I, you know, I'm known to, um, be one who really believes in the theory of servant leadership. And so essentially that means just putting the needs of people before your own. And ultimately you always win that way. I think people don't understand that you always win. Right. And so, you know, that that's the blessing behind the work that you're doing is that you are considering other people, their needs, and it can be stressful and it can be, but you know what? Sometimes it's necessary to have events. It's necessary to get people together. So when you have someone in your corner like yourself, it makes all the world, it makes a difference. And so I know I'm looking forward to working with you because see, now I feel like I, (laughs) (laughs)
1: right yes you know i mean it's like, like i said i'm gonna when i tell people when i tell my clients or potential clients that i will take good care of you i will you know i i know how i would like to be treated i remember you know i mean i i tried to scout out the school coordinators and everything and i'll just be honest where i was at that time you know i didn't it was a place of like affordability. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, well, a lot of this. I'm like, well, I want to do my own business anyway. I'm gonna do this myself. And it was just like, you know, I know the ins and the outs. You know, I work with people that have, you know, that that come to the table and they have, you know, different budgets and different things of that sort. You know, I can work with my high profile clients. I can work with someone that's local, and it's just like I just need something small. I work with everyone, and when I tell them, I'm like, I'm going to take care of you. I got it. And and I, I like to be the person where it's like I lay it out because if anyone is like me, sometimes it's hard for me to narrow things down. In my own personal, when I'm trying to do things, I'm like, okay, it's set of things here and I got to get this down to about two to three, you know? So I try to... Um, you know, after listening to my client and doing that thorough consultation, consultation, I try to say, you know what? Okay, well, based on what you told me, these are some of the things that I've laid out for you. You know, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts on this? And, and you know, typically when you're, li- when you're effectively listening to somebody, nine times out of ten, whatever you present to them, they will be able to kind of make a better choice because you got to be in sync with your client. You know, it, it's perfect. So that's why I can't wait to hear event because once you give me your vision, I'm going to make it come to life for you.
0: Hey. Okay. Well, then I'm I'm good now. See, I was thinking like this ain't gonna never happen, but now I feel it's like gonna it's gonna work. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen because I'm telling you, I will, I will, I I'll start one process. Like I'll write that first check to secure a, a space, and then after that, like I'll pull. Out. I've done it before, you know, because it it can. It can be a woman, especially when you feel like you're by yourself in this. So that's why. Which right. So you are not
1: alone.
0: <laughs> yeah. What you're doing is so dope. I mean, because that that's really a confession of mine. Like I. There's some things I just don't do. And um, yeah, I've never been one to plan events. And so now I feel like I can. And people want it. I do believe in giving people what they want. And people have asked me to have an event because they just want to be a part of it. They want to support. They want to have right. a good time. They want to celebrate. You know, they want to celebrate with you. And how else can you do that without having some place for them all to convene? So
1: we need to have like a confessions Thursday or something like that. Like when I tell you, when I saw it and I, and I, you know, I definitely wanted to connect with you, you know, a a few weeks ago, like a long time ago, because I'm just like, okay, I'm like the podcast, everything we got, the book, we got all of that stuff. Why are we not having meetups? Why are we not doing this? So, I mean, you know, look, that's something we'll have to talk about off the recorder, but yeah, you know, the thing about it is, is like you have such a good premise of what you're doing, you know, with your podcast, and everything, it is time
0: for you to have an event ma'am. Yes, yeah. it is. Oh, so <laughs> When I when I first came up with the name itself, people were like, Okay, so we're we doing workshops every month, what are we doing? I'm like, Wait, hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> also it it was a bit it was a bit much for me but I mean again I do believe in give the people what they want you know like if people are looking yes. at things you know you don't know until you try and and it, and it is challenging because like you said we both work and we're trying to manage different things and we we have we have our family obligations and stuff but you know you have to grow you have to evolve and sometimes it's stepping out on faith and for some people it's, it's little stuff like you know i mean for me starting a podcast was a big a big challenge for me though but so going into where i'm actually having events and we're putting on some type of i'm not gonna say put on a show but we're definitely you know we we are serving the community in a different type of way that's new to Absolutely. me and so i'm i'm more than happy um to work with you on that and so i encourage others now one of the things i want to ask you though because we are in a chicagoland area what are mm-hmm. your limitations right now in terms of your service if you have any um, you know, I
1: would say I don't have any. I mean, you know, like I said, w- with me in building my business, I do still have a day job. So that I would say that that's probably the number one, um, you know, um, limitation, but, you know, I'm a nine to fiver. So, I mean, pretty much I have to just work my schedule around that, but I don't have any limitations. I mean, if I need to travel, I can travel, you know, all of those are things that can definitely be, um, you know, talked about and negotiated within, um, you know, them deciding if they want to contract me. So, I mean, you know, I'll go anywhere at this particular point. If you need me in Venezuela to plan an event, let's go. You know, it, it's it's not a problem. So, uh, you know, and, and right now, I mean, I don't, outside of working, you know, and I don't have my husband, I don't have children right now, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, build and start my family and do things of that sort. So I mean right now the limitations are very, very little at this mm-hmm. point in terms of what I can do. You know, I'm I'm really looking to Dominate and take over. I mean, I look at at, at planners like David Tatar and people like that, where they've been able to, you know, do events for you know local people and for the stars, and you know have have a show to really to really, um, you know, document what it's like and and the process. Because I mean, you know, every client is different, so I want to take my business to that level. I want right. to you know, I want to be well-known. I want to be that person where you know when you contract me and you bring me in, I'm going to get it handled for you, and it's going to be great, and you are going to not have any stress and not have anything to worry about with that event because the Blueprint Events co- company will have it covered, period.
0: And you know so, what's so dope? I'm thinking about because Confessions of the Queen Queen um, has reached an audience across the country now. I mean, we have folks listening on the East and West Coast down south. If you are a person who's looking to have an event in Chicago and maybe not necessarily bring you out, but also if you're looking to come to Chicago for an event, whether it's for a corporation, for yourself personally, for your business, for a launching party, whatever it is, then maybe that's something they could contact you for as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, seeing as though, you know, we're from here, um, you know. again, once we, once we sit down and we have that conversation of what it is that they need, I will be able to help them bring that vision to the forefront. So it's just like, Hey, you know, if you're like, Hey, I'm looking for, you know, this type of venue, or I, you know, I need this person here. I like this type of food, you know, in Chicago, you know, naturally you're going to dominate where you're from, Mm -hmm. you know, so that that wouldn't be a problem. So yeah, I would, I would love to, um, yes. Anyone that's listening, (laughs) you know, if you, you know, are looking to, uh, you know, host something here in Chicago, I'd love to be a part of that. And I mean, you know, we know Chicago is so many great things about the city and its surrounding areas, too. You know, because mm-hmm. although, although with the Blueprint events, you know, we're based out of Chicago and everything, you know, we still have ties with the, the South Suburban area, you know, downtown, all of those things. So I would love to do that. I think that's a great idea.
0: Yeah. So because I know some, I've worked with um, some authors and people who live. Um, in other parts of the country and they've reached out to me. It was like, I'm thinking about having something in Chicago. What do you think? And I'm like, I guess, I don't know. I'm not going to help you with that. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm right, not right, right. <laughs> So if, I you're like, just leave me out of it. I don't need that. I'm like, that's a, <laughs> that's a great idea, but whatever. But see, that's why it's so important to go back to our conversation about sharing and liking because you don't, you never know. I mean, having that, that connection in different parts of the country is helpful though. So for people All right. now, when I do get that text again on the email, like, Hey, I'm going to come to Chicago, what you think? The only, only response I give them is I'll be there, but I don't know how you're going to do it. But now I do, I have someone that I can refer them to.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's definitely, you know, just bringing them out. And I mean, you know, we are living in such a, a time where it's just like with technology, you know, I can have them, you know, on the FaceTime and everything like, okay, well, this is where we're at right now. You know, it, it's a beautiful thing. And I mean, I, I, I just think that that's a great idea, and and that they will be happy, you know. As, as far as that, you know, you figure, but some people that may need the services and everything, it's just like we might not meet face to face until that event, but you mm-hmm. you will still be able to walk in and get the same effect as if you were in Chicago already.
0: Absolutely, and that's what it's all about. So, speaking of that, how how would one contact you? What what are some ways they could reach you on social media? Do you have a website? Yes.
1: So, uh, my website is. Um, well, www.TheBlueprintEventsCo.com. Um, on Facebook, we're under The Blueprint Events Co. So it's not a company spelled out, it's just Co. And then um, with um, Instagram, it's um, at The Blueprint Events Co. <laughs> so everything is pretty consistent. And, um, you know, uh, they can reach out to, um, you know, of course, the business page. My name is Demetria Brown on um, Facebook. So, you know, I am available on all of the social media platforms to, um, you know, service my clients.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, I know you are busy planning events. We won't keep you too long. But my last question <laughs> for you is if you can give any advice to anybody out there, whether it be an entrepreneur or just somebody, just a, a typical person who's just trying to start their own business um, and, and haven't really been there yet, or someone who really wants to have an event and they're like me and they don't want to be bothered with it. Like what advice would you give to anybody right now?
1: As far as with the event, I would say, you know, if you're on, you know, on the fence on if, you know, you want to bring someone in, you know, if you still kind of want to have that control of planning and everything, at minimum, have someone there the day of to cover because you don't want to be running around and, you know, Worrying about things on the day of. You know, your job is to get ready and to show up and be beautiful and be radiant and ready to entertain your guests. So that's what I have to say on the event side. As far as for entrepreneurship, I would say to anyone that is in the beginning stages or if you launched your business and, you know, maybe you are, um, you know, just going through some different things as far as that's concerned, stay encouraged. That is probably the number one thing that I could say in terms of that. Um, you know, there are going to be some some days where, you know, you may have some questions in your mind. You may not be sure or whatever. Stay the course and stay encouraged because, you know, if you have formulated your business and you put it out there, it is something that is worthy for other people to know about and to experience. So, I'll keep it short like that, but that, you know, overall, that is what I have to say on those two things.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Cause I will say it is, you know, entrepreneurship is an emotional roller coaster. I mean, sometimes in a matter of a day, I will have three or four different thoughts about what I'm doing. You know, it could be, you could be right. high one minute, you could be low one minute, you could be like, what am I doing? And the next minute, there was a meme that I shared recently on social media about that. And, it, and so that's why it's important to have people in your corner um, who, who support you, you know, and, and, and have some type of- yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well Thank you so much, sis, for joining us today. Yes.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about it. And you just keep on doing your thing and I am ready for your event when you are.
0: Well, As soon as we stop recording, we're going to talk about um, what's going to go down in 2019. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um... All right, so you know what, guys? Of course, it's been great. Um, continue to follow the blog at confessionsofamiliticqueen.com. If you, if you have not picked up the book, go ahead and pick up the book. Oh, speaking of Menove and um, Build a Boss Movement. Uh, Chrissy Childs is now the official distributor for the Confessions of Melanie Queen podcast shirt. So if you want to pick up your shirt, amazing. The website. it is amazing, isn't it? So go ahead and pick up the shirt, pick up the book. Um, look forward to our event that we're planning with the blueprint events company and hopefully spring or summer 2019. And just follow the movement, <laughs> follow movement, follow movement and stay encouraged. So, all right, guys, you guys take care. We'll chat with you next week. Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Melanated Queen. Follow Dr. Meeks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dr. Lauren Meeks. If you have a confession, visit confessionsofamelanatedqueen.com and share your story, peace, and love.